seen a major rally in tech names like Amazon and Apple over the last two months to discuss the outlook for the mega caps. Let's bring in our panel, Keith Gangle, Portfolio Manager, Gradient Investments, and Phil Blancato, Chief Market Strategist at Advisor Group. Great to have you both here with us. Keith, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on some of these big tech names and your outlook for the group? Yeah, we like them a lot here. So basically valuations are very reasonable, fundamentals are solid, and sentiment's still pretty negative on the overall group. When you look at these companies, they're high quality companies, they have good growth rates, and they're profitable. And when the economy slows down a little bit, people start to get a little nervous, spend a little less money, but these are sector growth winners, so we wanna stick with these kind of names because scarcity value is gonna get even more scarce, obviously, and then the price of these should go up a little bit more. All right, so Phil, Keith likes them a lot. What are your thoughts on, on big tech, given the bounce back that we've seen and given the macro environment, the, the potential economic slowdown, but also a, an aggressively hiking Fed? Uh, I think you gotta be selective. Uh, some of the names to me are inexpensive and fairly valued now. And some of them have gotten, still not gotten, but are still quite expensive. For example, Amazon to me is far too pricey. I wouldn't touch it here, uh, even though they are the future of retailing. So for a minute, ask yourself, am I a long-term investor where I'm going to be holding these names for three, five years? Yeah, then I would agree with Keith. It's a chance for you to get back in. If you're a shorter-term investor, a bit more opportunistic, I still like value-oriented stocks. I still like dividend payers. I'm not, re not yet ready to make the bet on growth. But I still think the Fed's going to push interest rates higher here, at least one, maybe two, potentially three more times. So in that environment, I'm not ready for growth yet. Unless you are a long-term investment horizon, I still like the dividend payers. I do like some of the big growth names that they're a bit more inexpensive, like say a Google or to a degree a Microsoft Alphabet. Okay, so sounds like we can have a little bit of a debate here because Keith, you like Amazon and you also like Alphabet and uh, Apple, so more so than other tech names. So make your case. Yeah, we do. Our top name of that group would be Amazon. We like it here. It's a fast growing company. They just report a great company earnings, EPS was better, the revenue was better. And when we look out, we're looking out not the next six months, we're looking out a year plus. We think the stock actually struggled for the last two years as they invested in their company uh, plants, their people. So they're actually starting to scale that back now and growing into the overall growth rate that they possibly can. This is a good company. They dominate in online retail. The AWS is growing 33%. So you, not only do you have retail, you have tech. It's a great growth company going forward. Bill, you're not ready for growth yet unless you have a longer term time horizon. So what stocks do you like in this current market? What's attractive to you right now? Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a bit of a page out of Keith's playbook by saying when you have a consumer this strong and you're going to a very strong spending season beginning with back to school, anything consumer related, consumer spending should do well. I don't love Amazon's numbers. I think that company actually is right for a breakup, but conversation for another day. Where I like to see you bet your money right now, I still think the travel, leasing, and tour and service trade is still very right. Where do you go and stay at your favorite hotel? What airline do you fly? What's your favorite restaurant chain? Where do you spend your money on services? The consumer is very strong, gainfully employed, earning lots of money, inflation's coming down. You're going to have one heck of a fourth quarter of people spending money on things they like. So for me, I like those big names. And to stem some of the volatility, own some dividend payers. What, what's your favorite? Dividend pair like a Costco or a Caterpillar, to a degree of John Deere. What's your favorite bank? Regional banks, most of, more so than large banks. I still want to see you play the cyclical recovery in the consumer. To me, that makes sense here through the end of the year. I'm willing to go back to growth next year as the economy slows and the Fed stops raising rates. 
So, Phil, sticking with you for just a second, does that mean you're not in the recession camp if you're banking on a strong consumer that will continue to spend on travel? It doesn't make any sense to me. I keep hearing this again and again. I just don't see the recession at all. Uh, if you want to make the case that as we slow down to next year, maybe go to a 1% U.S. GDP, the potential's out there if inflation stays stubbornly high. But we're seeing all the commodity markets roll over. You saw when the ISM services numbers just came out last week, we had the fastest five-year drop in prices that we've seen at any time recent. So we're looking at a scenario where with the rolling over of inflation, with the strong consumer, wages, gainfully employed, this is not a recessionary environment. Slower, yes, but not a recessionary environment. Keith, investors turned turned away from big tech names when the Fed started hiking rates because obviously higher rates don't necessarily bode well for for growth stocks. The Friday's jobs data, all but maybe some would say, cemented an, an even more aggressive Fed. Uh, do you think that um, you, you still think that big tech can perform well in spite of an aggressive Fed, or do you think that's priced in at these levels? No, we still like big tech. And obviously, with rates going back up, if the Fed's going to be more aggressive, raise 75 basis points, that should be a less of an issue for these large cap tech names. Now, maybe more of a small cap, more speculative growth names, that is an issue because you're, you're discounting future cash flows into the current environment right now. So as rates go up, those will be negatively impact. But these large cap names have balance sheets that are bigger in some countries. So actually, rates going back up was actually probably a slight positive for them. And we don't think that changes the fundamental story at all for these companies. So, Phil, in terms of your overall market outlook between now and year end, where are stocks going? Well, I actually think the Fed is going to be somewhat accommodative going into that uh, October, November season. September, we may see 50 instead of 75 if inflation rolls over. To your point, though, this drugs, strong jobs number here gives them a reason to go 75. Point being, I still think we get inflation rolling over significantly going into the fall. I think we have a scenario where oil comes down to, say, sub $90 a barrel. And to me, post that election malaise, somewhere mid-October, the market begins a rally with the assumption that inflation's come down and the Fed's got an opportunity to slow down the rate hike or at least their language around it. So we rally into the end of the year. We get that fun Santa Claus rally. Maybe a chance to go back into the tech names when the Fed cools off a bit here. I wouldn't go there yet. But I think my outlook for the rest of the year is we still see strong support going into the year, assuming the Fed gets to not be as aggressive as we thought they would be going into this year. All right, we'll leave it there on the, that bullish note, although I should note that Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P, all three are negative right now. Russell holding on to gains. Phil Blancato, Chief Market Strategist, Advisor Group, and Keith Gangle, Portfolio Manager, Gradient Investments. Thank you both.